Hey, this is Daryl Strawberry, and you listen to the <laughs> Daniel Baldwin Show. What can I say about my brother Daniel that hasn't already been said dozens of times in police reports? Jim Kelly, you're listening to Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. <clears throat> this is the Daniel Baldwin Show. A woman on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Falsetto. He's slept in. He's rested. Let me tell you something. 50 dogs just committed suicide. That's <laughs> <laughs> highly likely, actually. <laughs> Listen, I've seen 50 dogs on your front lawn commit suicide after they walk up for the walk of shame. Hello. Hello. Let's go get it today, will we? Sure. Shall we? Sure. Now, you wanted to open up with Ty's battle. Um, again, I'm right. You're wrong. I love that. I'm back on the swing. Tyus decides to come back to Syracuse University after trying the waters in the NBA draft. Did not work out for him. And, Paul, you bring up a really good point. You bring up a really good point about this. Uh, You do. You bring up a really good point. One out of 12. So, go ahead and give me your point, Paul. You were saying about Tyus? I I get why fans are happy he's coming back because it makes the team better, but celebrating the fact that a kid was unable to reach his life goal is kind of weird to me. He didn't go into this to not to come back to Syracuse. He wasn't testing the waters to come back to Syracuse. He was testing the waters because he wanted to reach the NBA, and he wanted to do it this year. And I, he's a great kid. He's hardworking. And that's what the fans should have wanted. You should have a little right. bit of sadness for the kid. Like, yeah, he's got to come back to well, 20 below. Weather. I celebrate Cell Zone's failure daily. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, th- I think that the point about this is is that people look at how it relates to their life. So when we were limited with the number of scholarships, we had a young team, and yet we, again, succeeded beyond what I think anyone's expectation was. We weren't even, you know, we were worried again about even getting into the tournament, and then we go into the round of 16. So uh, with that said, people always think of what happens if they all come back next year with the new recruits, and they start thinking about their, the fan base starts thinking about what they're going to get out of it. And, they, and, and you're right in some ways. I don't believe they're celebrating his failure to make it in the NBA. I believe they're looking at the potential of what next year could mean for Syracuse basketball with his return, which certainly they're a better team with him on it. One of the interesting things to me, though, is something that um, Joe read early on in the update, which was battle was uh, a 19.2 point scorer in the ACC. I believe that made him number two overall in all of the ACC. And he was on this. uh, This guy gets no respect. He was on a Syracuse team scoring 19.2. And and it wasn't a great team for Syracuse standards. And he, he, he played almost every minute of every game. And everyone in the ACC halfway through the season knew they had to stop him or Brissett, and that shut Syracuse down. And he still was able to be the number two scorer, but he's on the second team in the ACC. Does this guy not get the respect that he deserves? Because he certainly was a first-team ACC player to me. Based on, he's the number two scorer in the entire division, and yet he's on the second team. He's a great player. He's a great college player. It's just he's going to be great next year. He'll probably average close to the same amount. You know, It's just... He's at this point now where he's going to have to be markedly better from being a great, like you said, a great player last year in order to improve his stock, right? Well, I, no, I don't think so. I think if you look at the notes, what they, what, what he did not do well, he had a couple of things that really hurt him in his, in his NBA um, debut, and that was um, his ball handling skills were not as good as several of the players for a guy who's going to play guard. So they wanted him, to, they want him definitely to improve there. Um, his scrimmaging. So, you know, 
There are athletes that that want to get up in the bottom of the ninth with two guys on base with two outs. They want they or there's 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 receivers that say throw me the ball, just get it near me and I'll catch it. And then there are guys that don't excel when they're under pressure. Well, we know Tyus is a good player. Evidently, the reports are reflecting that in the scrimmaging the first couple of days, he did not play very well. He did not shoot very well. Now, I don't think that they're going to – it's either – you like, like look at Houston. This is a, a great analogy. So you look at how the Houston Rockets played in the second half of the Game 7 against Golden State. These were not – Shots that they took that were contended greatly, and they were Kevin, you know, uh, uh, what's his name, um, Durant, Durant uh, shots where somebody was in it. They had they moved the ball well and took wide open looks, and they just choked shooting wise. So the way I'm hearing it is, he took he had good looks. He didn't make bad decisions when to shoot. He just didn't knock them down. And if you're on a tryout to show somebody whether or not you're ready to play on the second level, the next, the last level. You better knock those shots down. You you you've got to hit more than you miss. And evidently, in one scrimmage he was one for six. In another scrimmage he was two for nine or something. I mean, he he shot a very low percentage with good looks. They're going to judge whether or not the shot clock was going off and he had to launch it. They're not going to hold that against him. He didn't shoot well, so you know these are things he has to up his shooting percentage probably nine nine points or so from three over a course of a season and he has to handle the ball better and distribute the ball and and get some more assists and i think those are areas that they're looking at to play at the next level they want him to improve at and i'm not trying to be a killjoy about this but let me ask you it this way you go to a movie audition right and you don't get the 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 role you want Uh but the fact is that josh joe and i are celebrating the fact that we get to work with you for another three months. Does that give like you're going to be pissed that you didn't make it? You're, you didn't want to come back to us. And, and someone looks at you and goes, Well, you could audition for another movie. You know, it's like, <laughs> there's no guarantees in this. No, no. Listen, I get it. He could get injured and never play basketball again. And that's the risk, you know, uh, of him coming back to college. Um, he could have gone and played in the G League. I think what. I think that the people that advise him, the fact that he didn't sign with an agent does not mean he didn't get professional help in in guiding him in his decision. I think you have to look at it. Usually it's just about finances. So you have to look at what would he have made to take that step now versus what does he potentially make if he remains injury-free and plays a decent year at Syracuse and Syracuse is nationally ranked. So I believe him coming back put Syracuse preseason in the top 15, maybe as low as 11 or 12. I, I wouldn't be shocked if they were 10. And certainly they could play. This is a Final Four team now. I mean, we're, we're, we're gambling on what Beheim's son does. Is he going to play? Is he that good a three-point shooter as people are suggesting he is? Um, you know, and a couple other guys that are coming in and a more seasoned Brissette. And, you know, so these guys could be a threat. They could be a real legitimate threat. They could, and they could also be the same offensive team they were last year. You know, the, you're, there's no guarantee well, that that's this a, team's that, going well, to be better offensively well, than it was last year. And that's what you're asking the NBA to do. You're asking, the, you're asking him to turn around as a player and the NBA to say, you know what, we think your normal growth pattern for a 19, 20-year-old is going to be you're going to be this much better next year. He hasn't proven that yet. So he needs to go prove it on national television because ESPN is going to cover the crap out of Syracuse next year. And this team's got to be as good defensively as now, it was last year. Now, yeah, they, they, they for sure they have to be as good defensively because that's what kept them in it. Do you think that these tryouts maybe gave him a look at what he'd be playing against and he goes, maybe I should go back and get my degree? No. 
No, because he's he's a smart kid. He's going to get yeah, his he degree. Yeah, he can get no his degree what. anyway. He's probably. he's going to graduate in three years. Yeah, okay. but if he went didn't come back, he wasn't going to get it. Well, he, he can, can get be it, come back after he goes to the come NBA. Come back after. Yeah. Oh, I hear you saying. I hear you saying. They yeah, don't. Yeah. Your credits don't disappear. And we're going to go to an early break. I'm going to tell you why. And we have um, famed producer and uh, an ESPN updater Joe Salzone sitting in with us now because he's going to render his opinion as we put around a subject that has nothing to do with sports, but it is a fiery subject right now in the studio. And that is Kim Kardashian speaking with the president on prison reform. And I know um, Paulie is very, very, very adamant about his opinion on this, as am I. And I think we're going to bring in Joe Salzone for uh, um, his uh, political update, nice. his opinion, and possibly to referee this. Josh, I think you'll probably just be laughing. What are you going to be doing? I'm going to be really into this. You're going to be into this. I'm this gonna going to be into this. This is going to be fiery. It's going to be fiery. How dare you bring her into the White House, as I tease it? ESPN How Radio. dare you? ESPN Radio Syracuse. Mets baseball is driven by Amtrak and CNS companies. Jay Bruce hits it out, and the Mets are right back in it. ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1, 1200 a.m. and 1440 a.m. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey, now. And we're back. Super Bowl Shuffle. Are you doing Super Bowl Shuffle? Do you know the Super Bowl Shuffle changed my life? Changed my life. All right, save that story for some. For someone who cares, <laughs> this will come around in the rotation so, again. So, so yeah, yeah, just keep playing it. Um, so, you have some strong feelings about Kim Kardashian going in to advise the president in the Oval Office yesterday. Tell yeah. us what's your point. What's your point? What here? is your point? Well, my point is is that it, it, again, you know, you you bring up Clooney and he knows about the Sudan and blah, and and there is something sometimes that is inherently offensive to me that people because they're actors or actresses or singers or whatever suddenly seem to think that they have some more qualified take or even a take at all on something that should matter that we should listen to about their opinion beyond trying to sway their their target audience their followers in in getting something positive done but um no I'm having a hard time just as I would if Kim Kardashian had a, had an opinion on astrophysics to be going in and advising aren't there other more qualified people that could go and talk about prison reform than Kim Kardashian why why is it a bad thing that the president is meeting with somebody who has an opinion in a public figure uh-huh. that could help push this along because to the public about prison reform. Have, have you prison ever... reform is needed in this country. Both sides agree on it. Uh-huh. Who cares who's doing it as long as it's happening? Can you pull up the theme music to the Wacky Racers? You Stop that, that pigeon. Stop that pigeon. Nab him. Grab him. Remember all the Wacky Racers? That's what it's like in the White House right now. If prison reform, the Wacky Racers are in the White if House. If prison reform gets hap- happens or gets passed, which it already passed the House, and Trump does it with him. You know who else did it? Van Jones. Van Jones is okay. helping. Here's who my, cares who's here's, doing it as long as it gets done? Here's my point. I'm not saying that I, I, I like the fact that Kim Kardashian is taking more than time to just do the Kardashians and have um, you know, the level of her butt cheek implants kept maintained. Um, but, but, but with that said, I'm wondering when the president has 365 days a year that he works for four years... And in those 365 days a year, he's going to be at at at, at uh, Marlago, um, you know, f- 70 of them. And then the weekend that he Do you doesn't think he's wor- not working when he's there. This and, is and the weekend and the weekend that 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 he's that he's not available or or whatever he's doing because he's the president and he needs to relax. And I'm not saying the president isn't working. I'm saying surely there are more qualified people that have an opinion and that and that are lawmakers and that are people that then taking your afternoon for a photo opportunity. Afternoon he took an hour. They met for an hour. 
the preliminary going into that hour, the preliminary, the the post going out of that. Believe me, it was his whole afternoon. It wasn't. He did a so, whole so, press so conference. With that, so with that said, with that said, when he could have had the great Joe Salzone in 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 the Oval Office, would not have accepted the invitation. You would not have uh, have accepted it. Why is that, Joe? I'm not a Trump fan. Who cares? So strong. So strong. Joe here's Salzone. the thing. Kim Kardashian is one of the most famous people in the world. Mm-hmm. And that's what it was about. There, there you go. So call a spade a spade. I'm okay with that. Putting but a face on something that's positive for this country is a good thing. If Kim Kardashian can go out to the public and pass along the fact that this country needs prison reform and Donald Trump's going to use that fame to help get it done, who cares? Then go ahead and call her on the phone four minutes, tweet it out, and get it out to your 20 million followers. Do you know she's, what she's actually trying to do? She's trying to get Trying a to great... free some 61-year-old grandmother that had first offense, like drug possession yeah, or something yeah, and got and, a life sentence. And got a life I got sentence. It. got it. Great, great effort. Great effort. Go ahead and do that. That's good. This happens in every administration, and people just get so angry because Trump's doing it. Look at the pot. Our country has lost its goddamn mind. You can't look at the positive that this guy, even if you hate him, is trying to get prison reform passed, and nobody wants. I didn't. Oh, Kim Kardashian I, was here. Man. <laughs> That's what we're taking out of it. Not the positive. Not the positive. We're taking right. Kim Kardashian was there out yeah. of this. Yeah, there's well, you know, some people have strong opinions on Kim Kardashian. Yeah, that's fine. You can hate her too, but if she's doing something positive, take it. This country needs good things to happen. <laughs> Damn it. Nothing. Danielle on uh, the Facebook feed says, "I agree with Daniel." <coughs> good for you. <coughs> so, so if uh, <laughs> good, 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 for good for you, good for Danielle. So if Stormy Daniels wants to come up and use her influence and her following, oh, for God's sake, or if, if Johnny Holmes. Wants to come John up. Holmes is dead. Or, <laughs> been dead for thirty years. Wow, Johnny, uh, will you stop? This the is Texas ridiculous. Longhorn wants to come in. This or is ridiculous. If uh, you know what I'm saying, so does it matter if they're famous? Because what they're standing up for is prison reform, Paulie. That's right. And they're trying to bring attention, do something positive. So if Charlie Manson was still here, that's and the he stupidest wanted, take Why I've is ever. it? Why? Because you're why? comparing somebody that killed people to a celebrity. Charlie okay. Manson, in fact, did not. Kill well, anyone. He, Thank you. He brainwashed people. Thank I know you. it's not yet Friday, but I want to get that point out. Cell zone of Big Charles Big Manson. Ch- fan. Big Charles Manson. Dare you fan. say something about Love. John Wayne Gacy? <laughs> <laughs> I can't take this level of stupid this country I, has hit. Can, can I add something here? Daniel's leading like, it. Polly. Polly <laughs> wow. leading the charge. He's leading stupidity. Polly is absolutely right. Okay. The, the, look, I'm not a Trump fan. Uh-huh. I would not accept an invitation from him. That's why. why. That's why would you not? Because what, I don't want to be seen as endorsing you, what, this. This. What, what is the biggest? Human. What is the biggest issue you think is the problem in this country? You. <laughs> no, no, seriously. What? What's the biggest? The problem? biggest. The economy. Okay. If he wanted to sit down with you and talk about the economy, and you wanted him to do something to make it better, you wouldn't take a meeting with the president to get what you wanted done. Just because. Who am it's, I? Just shut up for a second. Answer my question. <laughs> If Trump wanted now to, Daniel's right. If Trump wanted to do what you wanted, uh-huh. you wouldn't sit down with him to talk about it because you don't like the man. Yes, that is the stupidest thing ever. Daniel's right. Just because you don't like the guy, you don't want your idea to pass. I don't have an idea about the economy. Uh-huh. I'm not an economist. He's not going to. If, just if Barack Obama had asked me, I would say no. It's just stupid. People are really, literally sitting here 
not wanting good things to happen for the country because they don't like the orange man in the office. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, don't misunderstand. I know Donald Trump. I've met Donald Trump. I've worked for Donald Trump. Um, all, all political... Um, and I didn't vote for the guy. All, all political uh, affiliations aside, I just look at that, and, and, and again, I have no problem calling it what it is. It would be no different if you had Justin Bieber with 61 million followers show up at the White House to talk about the opioid problem. What does Justin Bieber know about the opioid problem? What is his expertise? Hang on. Let me finish. Have his his expertise, whatever. When you could bring in scientists and people that work in the field and and people who... So so I look at at her going... And yes, I agree. She's doing something positive with her celebrity, but but it was a show. It was a dog and pony show is what it was. But to Polly's point, you can bring in the scientists and the experts... They're not going to get the attention that yeah. Kim Kardashian is we going to get. We are talking right. about prison reform right. on this show today. Would we have done right. that if, if Trump Kim had Kardashian. asked Joe Schmo in Atlanta his opinion? I would love this show to mean more than it does, actually. <laughs> it's, it's not a bad thing. I would love thing. all the shows here to it's mean more than that. It's not a bad thing. He also passed a right-to-try bill yesterday, and nobody's talking about that. And everybody should be happy that he passed the right to try bill. Daniel, what if he invited you in to talk about opioid problems? I was. And somebody um, was saying. Somebody like who? I was asked. Uh, yeah, someone would say, who was that? <laughs> in fact, it's Congress that passes the bill. The president but signs it. Oh, <clears throat> eat a. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> wow. What's that? Whole you tell this was joke? your idea. Yeah. You tell a daddy joke? Yeah. Um, no, I was uh, I was on a, a list of people with Governor Christie, who was assigned the head of the task force. And I was very excited. I didn't know whether I was going to forego everything I do to join this. I was waiting to find out what the parameters were. Sadly, it was made an um, an emergent uh, order that we do something about it. It was considered now, according to the White House, a state of emergency, the opioid problem, and we still haven't done a single thing about it. So we keep talking about what it is. We keep acknowledging the numbers, 47,000 people died of overdoses in the United States in 2017. It has crested 60,000 in 2018, which means more people have died than died in the entire Vietnam War in this country. And yet, it's declared an emergency, but we're not doing anything about it yet. So, it's pretty obvious that there's a couple things that we need to do, and that is, number one, um, the root of the problem over nine out of every ten problems with an, opi- with an opioid, when it gets to be heroin, is because it was prescription medication. So logically, when you want to stop the enemy, you cut off the supply line, just like we would do in any war. We'd knock out bridges, we'd knock out roads, we'd make it so that it's impossible to get gasoline and so on. Same thing here. You must take the prescriptions and limit them to one week. You can't write someone a 90 Vicodin, 90 Percocet, 90 anything. They got to get it for only a week. Because after a week, if you feel a little bit of pain, that's your body telling you that you should probably be careful. There's something wrong. That's number one. And number two, how do we treat the 40 million people that are already addicted right now? We probably have to open up some federal funding to allow them because they don't have insurance and treat them so we can catch up and get them better. And we slow this process down and then finally win. Those are the two things as somebody who I would consider to be, and I'm not saying this to be, sadly, I can consider myself an expert in the field. Yes. but uh, See, how do you not know that Kim Kardashian has not researched and done this and came to the president with a plan like that? Well, like, and do you think it would be a waste of Trump's time to sit down with you for now? No, I don't, because I have 10 years' experience working. Does she have 10 years' experience working oh, we, in prison we, reform? We don't know, but well, we but, but, don't but know I'm well do- But I'm well documented in doing okay. that. I'm on television. I'm I'm brought in to speak on, you know, very, very big morning shows. Nobody knows what te- she does at home in her private time. Like, it's, and who cares? We can, we can only imagine. 
Well, we kind of do know what she does at her private time. I've seen the video. But. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> There's my point. Mm. So it was, it was interesting that you bring this up because um, um, I've never really watched at any length, but the, the fact that my children are no longer are allowed to watch the television is directly from that show, from, from watching her show. Because I heard in the other room my daughter explaining to one of her friends, and she said, oh, no, that's Scott. He used to do her. And this is when my kids first got here, yeah. you know, from California. And so I walked in from the kitchen. I was making dinner. And I looked at my daughter and I said, what did you just say? And Ava said, ah. Uh, and she looked at me. She knew what she said was something was going to make me upset. <laughs> and, she, and I looked. I go, what is this show? And she went, it's the Kardashians. I watch it with mommy all the time. And I said, okay. And I, so, you know, of course, I've heard of the show. And I've seen it going through the channels. But I've never watched it. So I said... Um, tell daddy what you just said again. I said, okay, you're not going to get in trouble. And she said, well, I was explaining to, you know, Melanie or whoever the friend that was, it was over that Scott used to be married to this one and now, and she used to do her. And I looked at my daughter in horror and I, but I wanted to see maybe is there some perspective that I'm not getting. And so I said, what does do her mean to you, Amos? And she said, well, she used to have sex with him. And I went, uh-huh. Okay. Turn the TV off now. And so the TV and the iPods, iPads rather, were eliminated that day. Mm -hmm. So they can watch a movie that they asked me permission and I look at the movie only on the weekend, never during school week. I literally had to take it away from them. So my point is this. There's a place for all of it. There's people that are going to say they want to watch porn and there's people that are going to want to watch the news and there's people that love Trump and love this one. Great, man. We're all a big melting pot. It's great. It's whatever you're into. I'm okay with it. It doesn't have to be in my life. It doesn't have to be for, for what I believe and what I want. I will pick my program and my menu for my children and myself. The Kardashians and what they represent and how they got to, because I knew their dad. I knew Rob. And so um, that's not in my wheelhouse, what, what they do. So so I'm, I'm not saying anything. You know, you can love them and you can whatever. That's your choice. There would be other people. <laughs> that I would I would ask to go up and speak to the president on prison reform before her is all I'm saying. So when I see that she went up there, I know exactly what the White House is doing. I know exactly why she's up there. She's up there because she's Kim Kardashian who has 30 million followers. That's right. On, and that's why she's up there. So that services the president as he's going to be looking down the road at rerunning for president in a second time because he will run. It services prison reform too. I'm I'm not sure that it does. I'm not sure that it does. What if what if she was in the White House for another issue? What if she was there to talk about Middle East policy? If there was some identification, if she was uh, um, someone who was an advocate for U.S. Uh, Greek relations or right, something, right. she's, she's okay. Greek, right? Okay. But, but but I think the point is, if there was some documented record that she had an interest in something and we knew her for it, if she was uh, Melissa Etheridge and she was talking about gay marriage, if she was this one, somebody who was, who has who has had a record of being involved and, and knows something about it. But I know, no, and as I looked her up to find out anything to do with her record with prison reform, there's nothing to be found. So she's... And God bless her. She likes this 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 one situation that, I, and I hope she continues to use her fame and everything to work for prison reform. I just wish that, but that as a public, we would acknowledge the fact that it's a dog and pony show. That's what it was. It's what it was. That's what it was. It was because she's Kim Kardashian has a huge following. 
that he had her in that White House because of the photo op of it and getting the popularity and bringing attention to it. I don't believe that it was because he has. Well, let's see what he does about it. The bill he endorsed already passed the House. Bipartisan prison reform bill passed the House, and that's what he wants to have happen. And I think bringing Kim Kardashian in to say, hey, now she can go out and tweet, hey, we've we've got a bill that's unanimous. unanimous great. I, I ch- you, know, you know what you're right about? I changed my position on something. Sometimes you'd have to, it's great that she did that. I hope that she continues to do it. It's great. It's great. It's great that she went there. Let's hope that she continues to use her celebrity status for something more than just selling, you know, um, CT Dan- nylons. Daniel, can I ask you a question? Yeah, tell me. And I, I mean this... Please don't, don't have to preface it, God. Should every celebrity who believes in an issue wear it on their sleeve so that way there's a public record so down the road when they get invited by President Grossvent, whoa, that we know. Uh, I'm not announced my candidacy now, yet. How dare yeah, you? Yeah, a little premature. <laughs> well, now, now we know that Celebrity A uh, has been on the record no, with, with this. I get your question. No, it's. Uh, I'm not saying that it's record. That's why I just shifted very quickly and said, you know what, you're right. God bless her for doing something that's more than just selling, you know, tank tops with with your celebrity status, or for that matter, if you remember correctly, misguiding an entire country on the vote on uh, on um, um, dancing with the stars. You know that scandal that took place. Did that ever make it to the population? That the that the brother Rob Kardashian, oh, that the brother Rob Kardashian. I've uh, heard this. I like this that one. The brother Rob Kardashian stumbled during the quarter during the the uh, semifinals on Dances with the Stars. So Kim tweets out, "Hey." Chloe's having a rough time right now with whatever it was. Call this number to tell Chloe how much you care about her. It was the number to vote for Rob Kardashian on Dancing with the Stars. Brilliant. That's, she that's missed- actually kind of brilliant. Yeah. I can't hate that. But but you know, is it that's brilliant? Yeah. Really? Well, then you're one of those guys, and you're one of those guys that thinks it's great to have her. That's exactly my point. The bottom it's line. It's not brilliant. It was dishonest. It was misleading. And it took somebody who worked for 15 weeks to get- Did it actually get- happen? Yes, she did it. And he and he got vaulted by the public vote going, to make yeah. it in the finals. Good for her. Because yeah, there you go. So they, they, yeah, that's they, ruthless aggression. That's, right. hey, you gotta, great, great. You, you got to fight great. with what you can. So when the president or somebody else that that has a a, a, a say so in something that happens in your life does something as misleading and dishonest as that, you're not going to say, wow, that sucks what they did to me at work the other day. This is prison reform. You're comparing Dancing with the Stars to prison reform. We're off that. We're off that. We're talking about an ideology right here. We're talking about, and again, you both chimed in with what's acceptable to you. For instance, a similar situation in my life that happened recently that I ideology-wise would not be willing to do that. Maybe you would, and that's okay because that's who you are. But who I am? No, I'm not going to do that. Are you trying to paint us as bad people because we think it's I'm not funny trying, that no, Kim Kardashian I, yeah. duped a bunch of people? To duped pay- a half a million people. It has zero effect on anything that her brother went on. In, in 10 dancing. years, no one will yeah, remember nobody, it. It's dancing with the stuff. It's not <laughs> going to be discussed in a history class. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know what? You know what? I'm absolutely you know, a poli you know, on this. You know, you know I don't. I, I, didn't, I didn't say my opinion because I had to win you over. The, the, the difference is, is hide the camera and put the $5 bill down on the ground and watch the little kid that picks it up and goes, excuse me, someone dropped this. Or the other one that goes... And puts it in their pocket. When they saw it fall out of someone else's, they see it fall out. And, and rerun it, rerun it. There's the people that are going to pick up the $5 bill and go, excuse me, you dropped this. And the other one's going to go and put it right back in the do pocket. Do you know what I would do? I would give it to whoever dropped it. But I also think it's funny that Kim Kardashian did that. No, you did. no, 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 no. Hang on, hang on, hang on. It's, it's not an say, exclusive You didn't argument. say it was funny. 
You didn't say it was funny. You said it was kind of brilliant. That was brilliant. There's a difference. So it's a, it's an evil genius. It's, yes. it's what an evil genius. So would what do. do you say to the guy that didn't go to the finals that deserved to go to the finals because he did Tough better? Tough luck. It's, Tough luck. Kim Kardashian yeah. outboxed you. I'm, it's I'm dancing Ill. with the stars. Yeah. Let's go to break with it's the with like, the idiots. It's, <laughs> let's go to break. We'll be it's back not with the more death of the idiots. Penalty, it's dancing with the let's stars. Go, it's not the Iraq War. <laughs> it's not a life altering decision. And, but that's the point. If you're willing to do it at Dance with the Stars, are you willing to do it at the Iraq War? Are you willing to? They did lie us into a war. Orange Nation, noon to 2, ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. I'm so excited. It's time for... Uh, um, I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control and I just can't... Um, so what? Joe's having a good time. Radio. <laughs> he is. You understand me? Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey now. With Tyus Battle back at Syracuse, they are now ranked number four in the ACC power rankings. Wow. Wow, and they were 10. They moved six spots up just because he's back. Who's uh, ahead of them? We got Duke. Duke, got North Carolina. North Carolina. North Clemson. Car- yeah, no, North Clemson seven. North Carolina, Virginia, and Duke. Oh, oh yeah, UVA. Wow, number four and climbing. And we have Duke at home and Car- are we on the road against Carolina? We have a tough schedule. It changes everything. Come on, it changes everything. To it's going to be fun year. It's going to be a fun year. Wow. I, I'm not glad he's back, but it's going to make Syracuse very fun to watch next year. He is one of six well, all ACC players to return to school this did year. That, did wow. that come out right? I'm glad. How do you say this? I'm sad he didn't make the NBA because yeah, right. that's what he wanted to do. But it, it's going that's to be the, awesome. the, the way to say it is, God has control of all of it. I hope this works out for the best for this young man. Correct. That's what it is. Correct. Joe Salzone. Sure. Sure. Joe, you love God, don't you? Big fan. Yeah. Big fan. Big fan of God. You can see that over there. Atheist. Um, <laughs> agnostic, to be fair. Agnostic? agnostic. Yeah, I would have okay. suggested Satanist. you <laughs> <laughs> wow. just on a roll today, huh? He's on a roll. Joining Ty's battle will, of course, be O'Shea Brissett, Frank Howard, Merrick Dolajay, Tachuku, uh, and Borama Sidibe. Also transfer Elijah Hughes, Jalen Carey, Robert Braswell, and, of course, Buddy Behan. Wow, they're strong. There's not a usually everybody's playing every minute on Syracuse. There's, <coughs> there's a lot of minutes to be covered well, by ten people there. If if you're Coach Beheim, you got to be sitting there on paper at least right now, going, "I can give guys a break. I can bring out di- a different looks. With sh- we can shoot threes now. I mean, they sucked from three point range last year. They really did. They shot like twenty two percent. Like, do you want to sit Tyus Battle though? Like, he's still the best player on the court. No, you do. You, you don't. You don't want to sit him, but you want to give him a. How much better would he have been if he could have taken off a minute in the first quarter, a minute in the second, and just had a blow? You know, I mean, the poor kid was beaten into the ground by the end. And, and how how does that work for him? As far I know, he's young, but. You know, for injuries and everything else, yeah, man, just give him a break. Or if he gets in foul trouble, but big problem for us too was foul trouble. When a guy had, you know, got those three quick fouls, you're only, you're only allowed five. You know, to let him sit down for four minutes and, and put somebody in that's not going to get you destroyed if you put him on the court. What do you think this does to his playing time? There's a lot of guards now on the team. He's going to play. Oh, he's going to play. Gonna play. Thirty-seven yeah. minutes. Yeah, he's going he's he's to start, but but he he does get that interim blow. He does get you know, and you know, he he will get. I'm going to guess he gets less touches yes, of the ball. absolutely. Because, but the touches he gets are going to be quality. If you have to cover a guy, picture you swing the ball to somebody else. So battle passes the ball to somebody. If that guy's not going to shoot a three-pointer and bring the defense out away from the basket more, 
to guard them because they're a true threat, that opens the lanes up for him when he gets the ball back to take off and drive and do the things that he does well. There were no other options besides Brissett really last year. And Dolajai, a couple of games showed up and shot. They're going to have five guys now that can shoot the ball. And yeah, I, mean, I still think, and we still have a bet on this, right, that Buddy Baham's going to play. Yes. Yeah, you said he's not. They're going to redshirt him, which means Jim Baham will be coach of the Syracuse Orange for, for one five more year. year. Five more years. Five more. Five, now, five with Tyus back, I don't see but I don't see Buddy taking Tyus's position. I don't see him taking him, but he but I think he's going to play. If they redshirt him, he can't play at all. Mm-hmm. And I, I think he's suiting up. He's on that bench. He's do you playing. guys? Uh, this might be an obvious question, but do you see he scored. He's averaged nineteen point two last year. Do you see a lot less this year? No, no. You know no. he's still going to be up there. No, no. He'll be above no. fifteen. I take the over on fifteen. I say he goes beyond the nineteen. Wow. Yeah, I think he scores more than 19. Someone get a fire extinguisher. And I think Syracuse, I think Syracuse as a team, their scoring average goes up 10 points next year. Call 911. Bring it. An unnamed unnamed NFL owner decided not to offer free agent Colin Kaepernick a contract after President Trump called for firing of players who knelt during the national anthem, according to Kaepernick's attorney, as they now are calling owners to testify. I say he plays in the CFL. Go up north. Play now, set some, get, get some numbers going, and come back down to a team that needs you midseason. I'd be in the, I'd be in the Canadian League if I was so him tomorrow. Sick of this story. Yeah, it is terrifying. So what? So what? Nice. <laughs> Switched it. So, so what? what? Uh, Alabama coach Nick Saban is tired of taking so much heat for blocking transfers within the SEC. So what? No, I, I, it's kind of a crappy thing. Like a kid should be able to go where he wants to go. I get why he doesn't want him in count. Like he doesn't want a kid leaving Alabama and going to another. What's he doing? He's blocking. He's stopping. You're not allowed to transfer. Like say Syracuse, a kid wanted to leave Syracuse. Syracuse says you can't go to Duke. It's kind of like, like yeah, you can't transfer. But nobody's really enforced it. But Nick Saban's really kind yeah. of a stickler about it. Yeah, I he doesn't it. want to play against a kid that he's invested yeah. in. He doesn't want somebody that knows your playbook. Right, exactly. He recently blocked offensive lineman Brandon Kennedy, who was interested in Auburn and Tennessee, and Nick Saban put the squash on it. Well, tell Brandon to come on up here to Syracuse. We could use him. But also, the kid should be able to do what the hell he wants. Finally, Max Scherzer. Good job. Is that his name? Yes. All right. Of the Orioles. Has been using the designated hitter rule to watch hockey. Explain yourself. So it allows them to sit in the dugout and mentally prepare themselves for the next innings. Designated hitter rule. Yeah, because he doesn't bat. So mm-hmm. instead of sitting in the dugout, he does bat if he's a designated hitter, right? No, no he uses a, a DH. He's he a uses a DH so that oh, he can he, go. Oh, he uses the DH. Yeah, he uses the DH so that he can go back into the locker room. I'm getting dumber from this explanation. And watch the Capitals, <laughs> Vegas Knights play in the Stanley Cup. Makes sense to me. There's guys that go in there and they have their phones out playing, you know, yeah. playing games on them. It's it's just uh, you're allowed to do whatever you want if you're taking I, a DH. I have a story uh, from, oh, when I, sad, from when I was a kid that everybody's going to be interested in. Oh yeah, gather on the campfire, on the edge kids. Of my seat. Uncle Paulie's got a, a Is Kim Kardashian there? No, uh, I was at a Padres game, <laughs> yeah. and I was sitting above the dugout <clears throat> in at the old Murph Jack Murphy Stadium. You can uh-huh. crawl out onto the. The roof because that's how like the chicken got up there and there was smoke <laughs> let's go to break we'll be right back there was, <laughs> there was smoke <laughs> shut the f up what's that mother dinner's ready yes i'll be right yeah. there there was smoke coming up out of the dugout yeah and 
And I crawled out there and ate to look in. And Jack Clark, you remember Jack Clark? You're smoking dude? a butter stove. He had a cigarette in his mouth <laughs> in the middle of the game, like smoking this a This is the kind of story that That's... an old guy at a pharmacy starts <laughs> telling you. The retirement like, Oh, Jesus. And then, and then at band camp, my mother showed up with my flute. And I was underneath You're the dugout. You're stuck at the checkout counter with an old guy. He's like, and my you know, football, Beck. And my football coach, Mr. Sandusky, came down to visit me. If you all died tonight, <laughs> I wouldn't give a crap. I thought it was a great story. <laughs> I wouldn't I care. I wouldn't care. I, I thought it was... And I don't know if I wanted to be slow or fast. <laughs> I thought it was a tremendous story. It was, it was riveting. It was a beautifully told story. It was. It's clearly a it pleasant was. memory it for was. you, I guess. It was. Or an unpleasant memory. I don't know. <laughs> You, like you, a, you told uh, it so well. And I, I felt like a, I was there. You know what I did? There isn't enough bleach out of you know guys to drink right now. Joe, you, Joe, you know what I did? What? One day I was listening to Polly tell a story. <laughs> yeah. And I went online and I ordered a Jack Clark poster. Oh, did you? And I penciled in a cigarette in his mouth with oh. smoke coming up from under the bleachers. Can I, I tell you guys I a story about this? Bedroom. I will punch you all Hold in, on, the, no, no, in no, the penises. I, can I tell you this one time? This story about how I painted a wall at my house and we just sat there and watched I it dry. <laughs> it was a great, oh, it was a beautiful afternoon. It was, it was, it was Unbelievable. Oh, it was riveting. What time I'm one time my mother made meatloaf with no spices. <laughs> she put nothing in it with no ketchup or gravy. Uh, uh. <laughs> just sat there. <laughs> oh, I hope you all go home and the Let's... UPS man is having sex with your wives. <laughs> wow, uh. wow. Will she have a cigarette from under yeah, the bleachers yes, while it's I going on? I hope you go home <laughs> and your wife is being pleasured by the UPS just man. one time I went down, went down to the park. Speaking I... of UPS. <laughs> speaking, <laughs> speaking of speaking UPS. Speaking, UPS, Speaking of my wife being pleasure, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. let me be producer of the show. Yeah. Listen to the Daniel Bundle si- uh, Daniel Baldwin show. The Daniel Bundle show. Shut up. up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Step. I'm shutting everybody's mics off. Wow. All right. Listen to the Daniel Baldwin show all summer long. Be caller 10 when you're prompted to call, and you can register to win a UPS happy hour from the office uh, for your office. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is the NBA Finals. LeBron is on to his eighth straight finals appearance as the Cavs have their sights set on a second banner. While Steph and the Warriors have a repeat in mind and their third title in four years. Coverage of Game 1 of the NBA Finals begins Thursday at 8 Eastern. ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1, 1200 a.m. and 1440 a.m. The Mets and Cubs start a four-game set tonight at City Field. Seth Lugo on the mound for the Mets. Jose Quintana for the Cubs. Coverage starts with first pitch at 7 o'clock. Following Yankees on deck here on ESPN Radio Syracuse. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. <laughs> Take the long way home. Yes. Hey now, we've like, got what a great what? show. Well, yes, it was. We got one minute, guys. Let's see if we can hit the. Uh, what a great show. Let me ask you a question. I had fun today. Is there is there a, a way to trace what, what's the boom on basketball season tickets? On uh, I, I oh, bet I you, wonder. I bet you, I bet you it went up as oh, soon yeah, as he announced. Yeah, yeah they, people went nuts. They had they had Instagram posts out like these are the home games for this year. I bet team. it went off. Do we need to, as a team, solidify? We're, we're, listen, let's have the AD back on the show. We need to talk to him about how is the presence, the formidable presence 
Well, you get to go every time you work there. You're at every he's there, yeah, yeah. He's always so there. So he's out. So we need a deuce. Mm. Do we need a deuce or do we need four so we can bring the wives, Josh? I mean, we need to force them. Be smart, yeah. right? Yeah. To bring the bring the wives, make Obviously. dinner out of yeah. it, go to the select sure. games. Where's the hard man? We need to get him on the phone. We need to get him on the phone tomorrow and talk about those select seats that he gets the necessary representation that he needs on the most downloaded sports show in all of New York State now. So and, basically, and like bringing Kim Kardashian to. Like, yeah, oh no, I wasn't, I wasn't gonna. No, no, no. We're not talking about that at all. Actually, we're not talking because so I know something just, about sports. Actually, what if we just got a couple of the press passes, like Gomez does? What does he do? He just sits at those tables, right? You don't we want to bring the girls and wine and dine? I mean, he's talking about he's stepping up the food that's in there. And I mean, mm, can we go? Then we go. Then we go to the great one, Ed Levine's box. He's got the big box. We go up there and kipe some food, chicken fingers and Bud Lights. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, knock it down. He's just doing the character. You can't wait to get. What do you got going? You got a date with the dog walker? What do you Five. got? Five. What do you got? You know, back when I was a boy, <laughs> yeah. I. You know, one time to... Jack Clark was smoking. <laughs> <laughs> Hit the button, you idiot! This is Orange Nation. Either way, you're betting on yourself. Yes. If you decide to go and you're picked in the middle of the second round, you're betting on yourself that you're going to be good and you're going to cash in on the second contract. Or if you come back to school, you're betting on yourself that, all right, I'm going to make the most out of this year. I, I'm betting on myself to go in the first round next year. So either way, it's a gamble. At the end of the day, it comes down to what makes the most financial sense, what makes the most business sense. Orange Nation, noon to 2. ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1, 1200 a.m. and 1440 a.m.